Sport! Welcome back, gentlemen. Sorry, sorry, everyone. It's a late pod this week. We've had a lot of, would you call it drama, Sam? Or something, yeah. I should say. Since you know, hothead needs to cool, cool down a little bit. Um, <laughs> you need 24 all, hours, I think. Yeah, not all golf related, but. Mostly golf related. Mostly, mostly, mostly golf related. related. So, it's just, me, it's just me and Swanee on the line tonight because our, our, uh, our third wheel third wheel third leg of the tripod <laughs> i don't want to start that um is uh is is a new newly uh minted father as of monday actually so congrats to sam c yeah congrats baby, baby isaac carlson yeah. uh the newest uh gentleman in the in the league so no relation to carl anthony Towns, uh, <laughs> anthony carlson but yeah we lost another one um <laughs> Sure, you got to be looking for a sub the rest of the year. Yep. So we are we are hosting an open auditions for the third member of the tripod. I mean, uh, podcast. Um, so it's just the two of us tonight. So we're we're taking applications, doing interviews the rest of the week. Um, you know, we should have a decision by Friday. What's the best way to you know probably get on the pod? Is it is it cash? Is it uh, crypto payment? Is it beer? I mean, or, or all of the above? Bitcoin definitely help. Um, Although not the last couple of days, um, alcohol is also appreciated. Um, straight cash is always fine too. Yeah, straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. All right, so I think we should start off with the the. We'll start off with the matches, but let's go down the. Let's 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 talk about what happened before the match. I think that's yeah. that's key this week. I mean, like me without my team, or just yeah, yeah, yeah right. with your team. Um. So. Um, as you guys, as everyone knows, it's a long anticipated, it's been a highly anticipated match. It was our team versus uh, the Swannies versus the, um, I don't know, what the hell do you guys call yourselves? The, the, win, the wooden pegs. The wooden pegs. So, don't, for, don't forget it. Yeah. Um, kind of two powerhouses throughout the league in, in recent years. Um, not many championships won, but anyways. And so, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of strategy and planning, a lot of breaking rates, a lot of pride goes into that match. Um, and Team Swannies is, I think we all know, a very has a very advanced analytical department. Um, I don't think have, anyone's ever said that before. So all right, we'll, we'll go with it. Oh, okay, well maybe that's why you guys are all second, not in third. <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, we like to follow the math. We're, we're science, or science, I don't know if science is the right word, but we like to follow the numbers. And a bunch of white bear like education. Yes, white bear very math guys with ants math people. Um, <laughs> And our strategy was, you know, Jeff Bean and Kelsey Johnson always play the front nine. They are not back nine players. Haven't probably played the back nine in three, four years um, for good reason. Um, and Jordan Hagel is an always back nine player. He hasn't probably played the front nine in well, maybe once in the last five years. So I submitted my lineup to Patrick Renner, Commissioner Patrick Renner, um, with uh, KJ and, and Jeff on the front nine and myself and Jordan on the back nine. Um, we start our tee times up, so we started walking to the tees. And uh, I think it was you, Andy, was telling me to let's go play the front. Oh, you thought you were playing me in the front nine, and I was very confused. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm playing the back nine. Um, sure enough, whether it was a technical error, we won't, don't never want to blame the commissioner. Um, so it must have just been a technical error, but apparently 
our, our, uh, my roster got flipped and my two front nine players had to unfortunately go death march on the back nine and as expected got throttled. Um, mm-hmm. Of course. Jeff Bean playing a five is the, the biggest joke I've ever seen in my life. So it didn't go well for team points in the back nine. <coughs> um, our front nine consisted of me and Jordan who are you know more consistent players. So I didn't go as bad. We kind of fumbled it away a little bit to you guys. We pushed. So it wasn't as bad as that kind of any means, but not not what I wanted to see when we were trying to make a statement and go wire to wire. Mm-hmm. Um, put salt in the wound, the team in second place that was chasing us was given a gift and had to play a team that had two people show up. I mean, that's an automatic 12 points, basically. I, I don't know what's going on with PNDS. Are they going to make it? You know, well, I, just wanted, I just want to point out, like, who did they play that week, though? Who did who did the the Sultans of Swing play? They played was it good? Good, wasn't it? The second I can't remember. The, yeah, I guess I don't know the team names anymore. Those second place team, Jeremy Wong and those oh, guys. Let's scrape it. Yeah, they played scrape yeah. it. So you guys are now tied for the lead, where you had like one five point lead going in last week. Yeah. Ross, six points. Roster mishap, and conveniently, the second place team had to play a team with two people, which. I mean, come on. But I, I, it's like that, isn't that a soccer Premier League that the worst team is demoted? <laughs> oh, there you go. I like that. I mean, it's not that they're the worst team by any means, but. Well, right now it's not even the Sultans of Swing. It's the Happy Hookers that are in last place. So if you really uh, want to go there. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I'm just thinking of a roster team. The, commission, yeah. the commissioner might, or the the competition committee might uh, have to make some. Right. So a lot of things working against Team Swannies. Thankfully, our lead was so big that we're still tied to the lead. Um, I should have known, you know, some sort of controversy or something was going to happen when we had such a big lead. Mm-hmm. You've been there. You've dealt with it. Railed <laughs> sometimes. So. It's been a long time since we've dealt, dealt with it. But, hey, we've dealt with it. Yeah. Dogs were so heavily stacked in your favor for a while, but they're completely the opposite. So I understand. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to bore you with our story. We're, we're, we weren't happy, but we moved on. And, Came to recover this week. Very nice. All right. So we kind of got the gist of our, our matches, right? But let's go through the – so we got Holy Smokes playing the Blind Squirrels, Andrew Carlson, Chad Berger versus Kevin Weber and John Hager. Looks like uh, John Hager and Kevin Weber, a little three for two on the ninth hole to win one up. Nicely done. Yeah, the other match was a straight push. It's like they never even played. Next one is Good Good versus the Happy Hookers. And this is where – no, sorry. This is not the team that didn't show up, but – Right. Look at Tom Rooney with a little net one on number nine to close it out. Four up. Was, yeah, six, six, six and a half, two and a half. There's two net ones on that match. We'll call that a beatdown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tommy versus, and Pat versus Derek and Steve. Just a grind, it seemed like, and looks like they're yeah, yeah, kind of they tried to fight back. Steve and Derek tried to fight back on 16, 17, 18, but couldn't quite. They probably just ran out of holes. Like, they would have probably tied it up within 19 or 20 holes, but or in 10 or 11 holes, I should say. Um, and then it was like go, a good match, though. Yeah, then it was you and Bonnie versus myself and Jordan. There's only two holes, one whole match. A lot of a lot of pushed holes. It was a good match overall. Like I said, we kind of fumbled away a couple, but uh, it's still a good match. Very yeah, 
The ninth hole is really what you guys bumbled away. I think yeah. was it wasn't you missed like a three footer and I had to make mine to tie. I mean, I, I wasn't going to say what I missed, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's out there now. It's public information. And then the, the beat down was on the back end, like you talked about. Yep. It wasn't going to be as bad, but Kelsey and Johnson and Jeff Bean both had two putts for par and both um, made four. You know, pushed the hole as well at 18, so just salt in the wound. Mm-hmm. And then the last match is where uh, second place team scrape. They got to play single person team on each side. Um, somehow, Jason Ash playing by himself pushed the match on his, on his back nine. Um, his That's younger, pretty impressive. That is very he's, d- he's done that before, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's very Mikey Ash of him. Yeah. Um, Look at he went net three, net three, net three on 15, 16, and 17. I mean, you can't ask for much for or much more. Net 33 with playing by yourself is pretty good. Yeah. And then, but his brother was not so fortunate on the front nine and got. Um, yeah, taken to him pretty good. It was probably from the lack of his sweat wicking material. He probably needed that. I mean, it wasn't too hot on Monday, I guess, but it's actually a little cold, wasn't it? Yeah, a little brisk, as they say. It was like Pebble Beach out there. It you was, know, you would think got the cashmere's was... out and the, the corduroy. Jordy's not a hot weather guy, so he felt, I felt like he would have played pretty good in the cold weather. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And when he's not a hot weather guy, what's the temperature that he's not a hot weather guy? Like 74 or like eight? Great question. It's a great question. <laughs> but it just wasn't his night. Um, hopefully they can field, you know, three people next week. Yeah. Um, got to have hope out there. Yeah. So, yeah. Got to have hope. That kind of does it for the matches. Let's do let's do some player analytics. We haven't done that in a couple of days. Sorry, I'm yawning. It's 9.59 morning on Wednesday. Um, fire analytics. Most birdies. Luke Carlson moves up there with mm-hmm. six birdies. He's playing. Eric Stevens close behind with five, though. Yeah, Luke is playing very well this year. I think he's mentioned that a few times, but um, Ryan Ryan Hogue, Mister Mister uh, Wooden Wooden Stick, eight triples or worse. Sorry, Ryan, you're leading the you're leading the toilet bowl uh, leaderboard. <laughs> I was uh, I was leading in birdies for a couple weeks, which never happens. I should have taken a screenshot, but I missed my chance, and now I'm not leading anymore. So, have you made one since? I had, no, I had three in that one round, and, and then oh, I had right. one since. But um, I, don't have, I don't even see you with three in here. Birdies? Yeah, four. Oh, there you are. I was looking for too far down the leaderboard. <laughs> There's been a total of 51 birdies made so far this year. I feel like that's a pretty good average. That's five weeks, 10 a week, or five a week, or sorry, 10 a week. Um, are we yeah, 10 a week. How many, how many, um, can you see what just last week? I don't know if you can see just birdies last week. Seven, the heart. 77 triple bogeys this year. I feel like we need to get that number down. Yeah. Let's see what played the hardest hole last week. Update my chart, everyone. Hardest hole number two. Second hardest hole number one. Third hardest hole number four. Wow, some hard holes in the front nine. Ten plane is number the fourth hardest hole. Thank goodness, this week played an average eight over par on both sides. I don't know if that's normal, but front and nine 
Her front and back both played on average eight over par. Yep. That's a, uh, that's not good. Yep. Average of almost a bogey hole. What other analytics do we want to talk about? That's about it, huh? No Eagles this year. Um, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, we, our hole in one pot carried over from a couple of years. I think the last time it happened, it's only happened twice, and it happened in the same night, same match. Same night, gosh. So that's why I'm covered on a podcast, but the only two home leagues been going on for eight years. It's happened, we've had two home ones, and they both happen on the same night in the same group. That's that's actually kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not a stats guy, but I can't imagine the odds of that. Right. And I think Grant Lissick got his. Shout out to Grant Lissick, who's no longer in the league. One year got, got one on number two, which is you know obviously I just said the hardest, one of the hardest holes. Pushed, not the pushed hardest the hole. And he pushed with a renovated birdie, net one, and then Renner steps up on nine and makes a nice. Yep. Renner shot like three or four under par that night, didn't he? Uh, yeah, I mean, he was close birding, to the record at the time. You're birding two and you're you're three under on two harder holes. Yep. I was thinking about your record. I mean, never say never, but there's physic, there's just physically no way that's ever going to be beat. Mm, it's doable. I think you can do it. Well, sure. You think I can do it? Yeah, I agree. Um, you made three. You made four birdies already this year. You just need to make two more. Yeah, I got it. Without being in one night, <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Poor Sam Carlson. I feel like I'm actually surprised the back nine hasn't had it lower. Right, I'm start playing the back nine more. Try to get it. Yeah. All right, I'm looking at Andrew Carlson's U.S. Open pool winners here. Uh, let's see. Well, I'm looking at the wrong spreadsheet here. Andrew Carlson, where is his email with the winners? I wish I had some power trip or coming in sound bites I'd be playing during the downtime. <laughs> All right. I've got the total. Here we go. First so, round. Yeah, so it was I let's talk about let's talk about our picks first and why we didn't win. That's probably sure. important. Yeah, I, I was uh it was a it was a random draw for placement of order of picking your player. So one player, we drew a number one through 20 out of a hat. If you'd pick number one, you get the first pick, pick number 20 at the last pick. Like I said, I drew 20. Uh, I thought like I got the value of 20 with Daniel Berger. I, I got close in a couple of rounds and I, you know, I think I finished six overall or something. Yeah. So I think I did about as good as I could have for the pick I had. Yeah, you're, almost, you're almost in the money on the last round. I shot 68 and yeah. 67. It's pretty good. I had Will Zalatoris, who literally didn't do anything and missed the cut by a whole bunch of shots. So, yeah. Other than yeah. Joe Saransky, who had Victor Hovland, who got some sand in his eye and had to put through, I took I took last place. <laughs> so, uh, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with you. So, every major, Jeff Bean and I kind of pool some money together and, and uh, all right, some, gather some play money together in quotations. Yeah, points. Uh, Come points. Yeah, and bet uh, bet the majors. You know, we we like to pick a couple players to win. Um, I think we had twenty bucks a piece on six different guys. Mm -hmm. um, 
I took Will's L Taurus as one of mine because you were so high on him, and I kind of like him too, and that's not failed. Another one I had was Victor Hovland. Uh, I think that was so well. You have Tony um, T now too. No, not we usually do bet Tony. We didn't have this week. Yeah. I will say that Jeff, he loves Sungjae M. So do I. So we had him. Um, but another one he made that I laughed at kind of in the first, once he sent it to me, was Louis Oosthuizen. Mm-hmm. We were going to drop one player, and it was going to be him, but I decided, no, we might as well just keep him. Sure. Um, so as you can imagine, I was very crushed on 1718. Mm-hmm. It would have been 10 bucks a piece to win $400 if you would have won. Wow. A nice little payday, but uh, that's just the game of golf. I, I bet still, betting golf is probably the most fun sport to bet out there. Yeah, like Corey Cole says, it's, life is more fun when money's on the line. Yeah, sprinkle a couple of winners out there. It's, it's gosh, man, it's so much fun. Yeah, but on, in our pool here, we, I didn't understand this until uh, it was sent out the first night. I was thinking it was just low, not low round of the day, but you know who wouldn't uh-huh. who was in the lead at the round one. I kind of like the way he did it. Um, after after you got through the first round, um, the winner each day was just the low total round for that day. It didn't matter if it was the 70th place person or the first place person. So everyone kind of still had a chance at money each week or each each round, which is kind of cool. Yep. Um, four people pushed in the first round: um, John Rahm, Brooks Kepka, Zane Schauffele, Hideki Matsuyama, who we all mocked. Hideki uh, Matsuyama. Yeah, Omishik won seven dollars and fifty cents back of his. Yeah, his so, bucks. I don't know if Pat then know that seven fifty or what. That's not. <laughs> um, and then Chad Berger cleaned up on the next day with uh, solo work out solo, and then Mike Berger with Rory on round three, and then another solo fifty-seven. Patrick, Jeremy Jurgens and uh, Paul Loeffler with Johnny Ram. So third place was uh, Bolero Club. You took Brooks Kepka, $47.50 payout. Total, that's his total. $40 for that third place finish. Or was it tied? Maybe tied second. Um, Chad Berger, Colin Morikawa also got 40 bucks. Paul Loeffler, who's got John Rahm. Great. It's a good pick. So, very solid pick. I think we talked about it last week. Ends up winning the U.S. Open, the United States Golf Open, and cleans up and gets $200 for – for his win, plus he's you know got a couple of low rounds in there too. So dollars and fifty cents. That's ten extra money, people. That's actually eleven extra money. Damn nice. fun. I think Paul was the guy that said at the beginning of during the draft that he doesn't know any of the golfers. <laughs> um, of course, luck is luck. Up with John Ram, so good for him. That's, that's a nice little chunk. He's probably, probably one of the guys, too, that didn't want to play at first either, but we convinced him to do yeah. it. Paid for all his league fees this year, plus his entry fee for this. He's in. He's all in. It's just, just extra money now. Profit, as I right. say. Put that together. We should do that more often, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, I think we talk about the British Open's coming up. I yeah. think uh, it'll be one of the maybe playoff weeks. Hopefully not, because we can get more play- people in if it's not a playoff week. But um, – yeah, I think we're going to try to do it for the British Open. Again, the, one of my favorite tournaments to watch because you start watching at 7 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, by lunch, you're having, you're done. You're having lunch and the golf's done. So it's yeah, West Coast tournaments, man, especially majors, they're crazy. It does yeah. Do you like a West Coast tournament? What major? I mean, the West Coast swing, but. I don't like it when I'm at work watching because I like to not work and watch golf, but you can't really do it because it's. Half your days done by the time I can see off. It's kind of fun to play the night stuff, too. There's nothing yeah. else going on. 
Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think they've found a course other than Pebble Beach, obviously, to host a major championship that's like people are wanting to watch. Obviously, Torrey Pines is really more because of Tiger 1 in 08, right? But I, don't I think they're going to like Los Angeles Country Club or something in a couple of years. It's supposed to be pretty sick. So I think that'll be a. Well, there, how is there not one that can host the US Open? Does it have to be in California? I think they like it because they got to get it out west, right? The US Open feature sites. Let's see. Next year is the Country Club at Brookline. It's where Francis Huimet won the US Open, the US Amateur, back in the 1912, I think. I think it was the US Open. Yeah, then the next year after that, the Los Angeles Country Club. That should be a good one, actually. Then Piners, Oakmont, Shinnecock, Pebble. So that's our lineup right now. Fun. Should be pretty good. Well, let's move on to alcohol. <laughs> yeah, so I think our favorite part of the evening was was the new drink that uh, is on the uh, mixologist uh, Randy's list of uh, staples for Monday night. Explain it, explain it, Sam, or you, I can explain it if you want. You explain it. This is your, well, kind of your, your creation, your bringing introduction to the gem. Calling it, calling it the gem. It's a, it's a bourbon drink for all you bourbon drinkers out there. But it, again, it's, it's really not a, a bourbon drink at all, other than it has bourbon in it. Um, it's a mix. So it's a mixed cocktail with bourbon, um, triple sec, which is orange liqueur, if you, if you aren't familiar with triple sec. Uh, Sprite Splash of OJ, and I was looking at it online after Monday night, and I think some some places are calling them orange crushes, but the gem is, or, or give me a gem type thing is is a little bit better. So it's uh it's quite refreshing. It's uh it's got a little bourbon, it's got a little OJ, got a little fizz to it. It's uh it's quite delicious. Even you had one, Sam. I didn't know you like bourbon, so I developed a bourbon bourbon taste bud in the last like. Two months for whatever reason. Um, it's because you sold a home. Is that what it is? Now you're like fancy. Yeah. I turned sold. thirty. I feel like once you're older, you more become more of a. You stop with like the fruity drinks, even though I love good Moscow fuel. And and this Gemmer is kind of a fruity drink, anyways. But yeah, it's my transition. I'm only drinking. You know, someday I'll be drinking bourbon dry. It's wet. it's wet. So neat is what you what you're thinking of. Just a little, little bourbon, no ice. I'm a big bourbon ice guy. Gotta be a little chilled. But to that extent, what is your other than the other than the gem at at gem? What is your favorite cocktail? Oh, without a doubt, John Daly. Oh, this that's really good. For those who don't know, it's you know it's um, flavored iced tea flavored vodka and lemonade. So it's a spiked onion palmer. It's technically called the John Daly. Yeah, and they have, much, I'm like, they have it's Jeremiah Weed is the vodka. It's like yeah. vodka, iced tea flavored vodka and lemonade. That is a quite the, that is, you know, a golf. It's so good after golf, too. Oh, oh, it's so good. Hot summer day. Yeah. yeah. But I'm telling you, man, it's a new one. I like it a lot. It's good. A gem. The bourbon gem. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I, I think our plan is to start bottling it in most well, months here. We'll yeah. be on shelf soon. It'll just be the mixture of Sprite, OJ, and a little... Oh, I can't put triple sick either. And then you can put your own booze in it as needed. Kind of like these places do with bootleggers to go type thing. Yeah, we could bottle it up. I mean, why not? It's, a, it's, it's just an opportunity to make more money. <clears throat> All right, Sam. 
since Sam C is not here, we don't really have any questions tonight. So we're going to keep this one short since it's pretty late. Um, and late meaning it's we're two days out from golf already. So keep it short. We got uh, a, a guest coming next Monday. Um, obviously, I've got a couple more rounds of regular season than playoff start. Uh, then obviously, we've got the 4th of July break in there as well. But no, there's not a 4th of July break. There's no fourth of July break. Controversy. Very controversial. That's right. Team Ash will not be there. <laughs> yeah. They might need they might need four subs. It'll be Mikey Ash and all of his buddies from Delwood probably. Yeah. yeah, two more weeks of regular season. Like I said, we're gonna try from the wire to wire finish. But uh I have confidence in my team. You know, a lot of guys are on contract years. I could talk about all the years. So um, some of them are playing, playing for their for their career, for their lives, so to speak, to <laughs> keep that contract and uh, secure the future for their family. <laughs> Families are growing on my team, so they've got to bring home a paycheck. Yeah, we'll do that on the course, yeah. It's a lot of pressure. All right, Swanee, we'll, uh, we'll close it out tonight. Um, great podcast. Again, shout out to Sammy C for being a father this week. And um, we'll see you guys on Monday. Later. See ya.